of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Let's go. Welcome to First Friday. Oh, no, it's not First Friday. Uh... No, it's a oh, second Friday. Yeah, man. it's the ninth minus seven means two. So oh. you already had that uh, last Friday was your first Friday. That's all right. It's a victory Friday for uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, okay. Yeah, last night we had the game for everybody. If you listened, uh, it was a hell of a game back and forth against Rutgers, who uh, I guess is a pretty good basketball team this year, right? Yeah, and uh, the Buckeyes able to go out and steal a victory at the buzzer well, last night. It kind of scared me there for a second. Do we have that Why? victory? Do we have the buzzer beater? Go ahead, Brian. Free throw McConnell is missed. Sends him on the rebound. Thornton trying to get up the right side. Thornton in trouble. Gets it off Holden. Snaps off a three. High on the right. Yes! Holden knocks down a three from high on the right to give Ohio State the win. Thornton, one of these days, Thornton. Well, he did it last night. <laughs> did I hear Ronnie Stokes go? Jim Lachey on the Brian play that the again. Let me hear that again. In trouble. Gets it off Holden. Snaps off a three. High on the right. Yes! Side. Oh, hey. He got all worked up over that, man. Yeah. He's in town How today. about that? Ronnie Stokes spoke at Hartford uh, Junior High School a couple of hours ago. He's going to join us here on the program a little bit later on this afternoon. He's in town. We'll talk to him more about the big fundraiser, the big uh, food giveaway tomorrow. But you got me a little bit nervous. Got to tell you. What? When what? you said it's a victory Friday, I thought you were talking about that Baker Mayfield character. Did you see that? <laughs> it, it is a victory is Friday he, for him. Does he think he's John Elway? Of course. 98. I tweeted out last night, you know, OIC, only in Cleveland can the, the, the you know, the huge debut of the Sean Watson be a complete dud, even though they won. Wait. And then Baker Mayfield in two days goes out and leads them to a comeback I win. know it's not a playoff game, but right. you have to remember, what Baker Mayfield did last night is better what John Elway did. John Elway only tied the game. Baker Mayfield won the game. <laughs> He's better than Elway. Dude. We should have him back. He's number 17. Didn't that look he weird? It was very weird. They talked to him about it after the game, and he said he might change. He'll have to wait and see. But he took them. He took, he pulled a Tom Brady. Forget John. He, how about this? No. He went John Elway and Tom Brady combined last well, night. Think you, about that. Why do you always have to one-up me? I give you a good stat right there. Yeah. I give you yeah. John Elway the drive, perhaps right. the greatest drive in the entire history of the National right. Football League, and you yeah. throw Tom Brady back in my face. Well, the reason I do that, because it happened on Monday night, the same week, the same score, 16-3, 16-3. There's a a humongous difference here. Tom Brady does it every week like it's his job. Elway only did it that one time. Well, that we recall. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that we know. I mean, every time the Browns play Denver, don't we have to sit through that crap again? The fumble, the drive, and everything else? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
I, you know what? I'm watching the game last night, and it's 16 to three. It looks like the Raiders are in charge, right? And they go down, and they they barely get the first down on fourth. They ain't going in score. I'm like, okay, are they going to onset? No, they're not going to. I'll tell you what, man. Josh McDaniels play call last night. I'm sorry on third and one. I don't know Ooh, what the hell he was, was thinking bad. last night. That was a bad play that call right bad. there. That was really they, bad. again. They put the, you know Jacobs in a different position as a fullback with a broken to hand. Pull. Yeah, I mean, what full, did, did you see his, his finger? Did you see his uh, finger? He was going yeah. in the opposite direction. He yeah. looked like Booger McFarland trying to carry the ball. <laughs> Come on, Booger. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, oh, boy, that's a questionable play call. But then they get that great punt, and it's like, all right, oh. yeah, 98 <laughs> yards. That's not going to. And then Baker throws a pick. Oh, wait, pass interference. Oh, Baker gets sacked. Oh, personal foul right. or taunting or whatever, delay of game penalty. And they take advantage of it. Next thing you know, two passes later, they win the damn game. <laughs> Unreal. Two oh, days. I see. He was there for two days. He doesn't even know where his locker is yet. He wasn't even unpacked, they said. His luggage wasn't even well, at the hotel why. completely that explains last it. night. That explains why he was number 17. Here, just wear uh, this jersey. We, okay, stole, right. we stole the guards' uniforms. Wear this one. <laughs> The mean machine. <laughs> Number 17. Oh. Let me tell you something about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He's a little bit too portly to wear a double-digit number. You think? Didn't look it, good. It, it didn't look, you didn't mm. like it the way? Mm. Okay. All right. Um, I, you know what? I didn't notice that. What number was um, Kurt Warner when he played there? I was trying to remember what number Kurt Warner was Ooh. when he played with the Rams 12? and led them to victory. 11, was 12? 12? Was he 14? I, I, you know what? I don't hear. Let me let me Google that right now. Kurt Warner. Good question. Yeah, we pull up uh, a wiki, 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 uh, Wikipedia. Wait, wait, was he 14? I, that, I, that's what I'm looking at. I'm trying to see. 13. He was number 13. Yeah, we were all wrong on that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> they were way off on that. <laughs> he so was he Odell was Beckham Jr. That's what it was. He 13. was, yeah. So, uh, But, yeah, you know what? And I asked this question on Twitter, and if people want to chime in on it, 330-450-1480, who had a tougher situation this week, okay? Sunday, Deshaun Watson hadn't played in a regular season game in 700 days. Now, he did play in a preseason game with the Browns, remember, first one of the year, so it wasn't like he, he had not played in an NFL game this you know season. He did in the preseason, but then he gets suspended, and he's out, but he's been taking the snaps with the first team for the last week and a half, whatever it's been. Uh, he's been around the team. He's had the playbook the entire season to study the playbook and everything. And then he comes out after 700 days and looks awful on <laughs> Sunday, even though the Browns still win. You're being kind. Or, or Baker Mayfield gets put on waivers Monday, picked up by the Rams on Tuesday, goes through a 20-play walkthrough on Wednesday, and leads a 98-yard game-winning drive on Thursday night. Whose situation was a tougher one to walk into and perform at? I think it was Baker's. Well, for me, me personally... I think it was Baker. For me, it's a simple question. It's got to be a lot tougher from what he's gone through over the last year and a half or so for Deshaun Watson. And the reason is simple. All of the off-the-field issues. Baker Mayfield had nothing to lose and everything to gain last night. And, oh, by the way, his stock rose. Over the last four minutes of last night's game, Baker Mayfield playing for his NFL career, but... He goes at this game last night, and we know now because, you know, you're reading the stories, you're hearing the interviews after the game, yeah. and a lot of the terminology with the Rams is the same with the Browns. I don't understand why. I mean, I don't understand why it should be similar. 
but it was easier for him to read. And I don't know if it was a matter of Baker Mayfield being really good or the Raiders' defense being really lousy because that secondary stunk. It was a combination, I think, of the two, okay? The Raiders with some stupid penalties, right? Uh, they also jumped off sides, I think, on a punt play and all, you know. So uh, I, I think it was a combination of both. But the one thing, and I watched Baker, I stayed and watched it on Prime. Then I went to ESPN and Scott Van Pelt and all those. And here's the one thing that was interesting that Baker Makefield said. He said, you know what? Looking back on it now, all the different coaches and coordinators I've had over the years yeah. since I've been here kind of helped me out in this situation because well. I've been able to, uh, you know, have to adjust to so many different things that this wasn't as bad as maybe uh, it could have been. But wait a minute. That was the excuse. Everything was the excuse. Well, Baker Mayfield's on his fifth head coach. He's right. on his sixth offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah. You know what? Forget practice. Just get me there in two days and I'll win a game. Yeah, get me to the hotel, leave my bags there, and I'll come back and unpack after we drive 98 yards and beat the Raiders. Thoughtless veteran leadership. You saw him in the huddle. The the really weird thing for me is the way he commanded the huddle. Now, granted, there's no Cooper Cup. You got Akers back there, but I don't know any of these other Rams, and they just won a Super Bowl. But you think about it, here comes a guy who's been in camp for two days. I still call it camp. He's been in practice for two days. He's going up to the line of scrimmage, and he's making adjustments and calling audibles. He doesn't even know the plays. It's, it's amazing to me you wouldn't stop that if you're a defensive coordinator. You should be fired, whoever you are, for the Raiders. One, two, three, four, five. They had lost six games in a row with different quarterbacks. Stafford, Wolford, Perkins, Wolford. Wolford started last night. They right. took him out. They put Baker in. He comes in and throws for 230. Um, and the game-winning touchdown, and they snap a six-game losing streak. Now, they don't play again for 11 days, so that'll give him time to study the playbook and be ready for a Monday night. How about that? He comes in. It's a Hollywood uh, script, right? He comes in on a Thursday night national TV game and beats the Raiders in Hollywood, and now he'll go out on a Monday night and play Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay in his next game. It gets a little bit worse. Let's go back to last year. And, you know, we're rumblings. They're going to move on from Baker Mayfield. Who would you rather have? What's going on? What did the Rams do? What did the Detroit Lions do? They swap quarterbacks. Lions get a bunch of draft picks. But been playing out of his mind, and they're a two-point favorite this week, is is, uh, Goff, Jared Goff. Right. Yep. Now, in the pecking order, if you looked at it, you'd say, okay, Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl last year, and Baker Mayfield got cut. You would have probably said Stafford won, Goff two. Baker Mayfield, three, but after what we saw last night, I might go Goff, Baker Mayfield, and Stafford. Mike drop. Do you think <laughs> Baker Mayfield could be the future quarterback for the Rams? No. Because they were the way they were talking on ESPN last night, okay, could this be Matthew Stafford's last year with all the injuries oh. he suffered? He won his Super Bowl right, so he accomplished everything he wanted to accomplish as a pro. Could he walk away and Baker Mayfield step in? Because supposedly Sean McVay liked him coming mm-hmm. out of college, right? And McVay, as we know, is supposed to be a offensive genius. And, hey, he's been to two it's Super Bowls. He's one and one. Four minutes so. of one game. I I'm could argue that he wasn't, out there. he wasn't the second coming of John Elway until the last minute of that. I, I look at it this way. I mean, anything's possible in the, in the NFL, right? But yes. the thing you have to remember is he was cut two days earlier. And he was going to be third string in Carolina. 
He comes up. He wins a game. Let's see how he does moving forward. Because if you think about it, and and maybe McVay does like him and can work with him, maybe this is something that the kid needs. I don't know. I don't see it happening. But stranger things have happened. I mean, guys have had resurrections in in other teams. Sometimes you need a change of atmosphere, change of scenery. Is it going to be L.A. for Baker Mayfield? If he had too many distractions in Cleveland, what's it going to be like out there in Hollywood? Well, here's what I will say. How bad are the Panthers, right? They got they let him go. They got maybe it was just a crappy situation in Carolina for him and now he goes to the defending Super Bowl champs with an established coach and offense and maybe this will work there because it wasn't him, it was Carolina. They're, they're bad, but the thing is this. It's a business decision. You yeah. cut Baker Mayfield, he can't win any of the things, any of those incentives that you were going to have to pay him. Remember, yeah. They only jumped in on Baker Mayfield because nobody else wanted him. And the Browns were willing to go on the hook for, what was it, $10.5 million? Yeah. If he would have reached some of those incentives, they were going to have to pay him. Not to say that he was going to do it. And let's remember this as well. They fired their head coach a couple of weeks ago. That's got to be a total mess down there. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, he's thrilled to be out of Carolina. He said all the right things last night. He handled himself very well in the post-game press conference. He was laughing about it and, you know, the Baker chants and everything like that were up in Los hey. Angeles. And, and did you see all the tweets from players oh, around the league in support oh, of Baker Mayfield last night? Yes, because he won. Mahomes because and- he won. Had they, had they lost the game and he looked miserable, they would have said maybe the same thing. That, what did you expect? He's only been in town for two days. But the thing to remember is the fact that it is Baker Mayfield, and moving forward, the one thing we know about Baker Mayfield, he is consistently inconsistent, just like the Cleveland Browns. Yes, you are correct about that. Let's see what he does. Here are the games they have left. They're at Green Bay, home against Denver, at Los Angeles, at Seattle. So... Uh, I'm looking at those. And what is it? One, two, three, four games left. They're four and nine right now. Thirteen games in. So I, if if one, two, three, four, he goes two and two. That mm-hmm. means uh, they finish six and eleven. You know what? He'll have won three games for them. One in Carolina. Four games total. He'll get another look by somebody. Yeah, next absolutely. Year. Right? Well, if he, he just wins two out of the next four. He years. should get a look if for no no other reason because he's healthy and he's got experience and he's going to come on the low. You know, he's going to come on the cheap, basically. Yep. yep. You know, right. he's not going to command uh, the top dollar as a, a franchise quarterback right now. But who knows? You know, I don't wish him ill. I wish him well. And for what he did here, and he basically resurrected the culture we thought at one point in time. And I was thinking about this today. From one thirty-one, one in thirty-one to where we're at right now, see things seem to be going or seemed to be going in the right direction. Now, your original question is, who had more pressure, or whoever you thought would, you know, maybe look the better situation? Yeah, between Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield, I still think it's Deshaun Watson. But let's see how he performs now with true game under his belt. Another week of pet practice with the number ones. And going up against a team that some people argue might be the best, believe it or not, in the AFC right now. All due respect to Buffalo, Cincinnati on a roll. All right, let me ask you this question then about Deshaun Watson. This week's game, is he playing it without any excuses this week? 
The rust has been shaken off. He played his first. So there are no excuses this week for Deshaun Watson. You expect him in his second game to go out and perform ten times better than he performed in. I know, but I'm just saying. No excuses for him this week, right? Because this will be the the second straight week where he's had all the reps with the number one unit in practice. He'll have a game under his belt. The speed of the game, he he felt that last week. He's not in Houston where they hated, well, Mm -hmm. not hated him, but the the boos were there every time he he snapped the ball. So no excuses for him this week. Is that fair? I, I would say. Okay. I mean, what All excuse right, is going to make unless somebody drops a bunch of passes and the uh, offense has a bunch of false starts or something again? I don't know. Okay. I, I just, you know, I just want to know because a lot of people were, you know, uh, hitting me hard on uh, Twitter, saying, "Oh, that's unfair. Oh, you're just a Steeler fan bringing that up," which it's makes not, absolutely though. no sense. You, you, you said it earlier. Only in Cleveland, always expect the unexpected. Absolutely. Could you imagine if you finally got your hands on an elite quarterback, franchise quarterback? And he played lousy. I mean, they've dreamt of having an elite quarterback since probably Otto Graham. This is it. This is it. You have had no one with this skill set since right. probably Otto Graham. And even then, even though Otto Graham won a lot of championships, the difference that this kid's going to somebody with a physicality that this kid's going to give you at quarterback. Never. Maybe Tim Couch. Yeah, I, I this week, no excuses. He has to go out and play like the $230 million man this week against the Bengals on the road. And here's why, JT, okay? And this is why I, I wanted to bring that up, the, the no excuses. You ready for this? The Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield, Jacoby Brissett, and Case Keenum at quarterback have won five straight against the Cincinnati Bengals and eight of the last nine if Deshaun Watson comes yeah. in as the $230 million man, the savior of this football team at quarterback, and goes down to Cincinnati and snaps the five-game winning streak by losing it. I don't want to hear, oh, he's still rusty. Oh, he hasn't played. No. They went out and they beat the Bengals five straight times with three different quarterbacks, and this is the fourth yeah. one that, that uh, will be starting. So he has, to me, no mulligans, no excuses anymore. There's no excuses for how he plays, but I'm not going to make sure that he has to go down there and win this game. That's a totally revamped offensive line and defense at Cincinnati. It's a team that won the AFC last year. They're hungry to get back. They want to get back to a Super Bowl. They felt they should have won it, and that's a different team than the teams that those other quarterbacks beat. I want to, I, he's got to play better, yes. But if he loses and they're already a five-and-a-half-point underdog, I don't expect miracles, although this team should be better with what we consider a franchise quarterback. Joe Burrow, 0-4 against the Browns and all those other quarterbacks. Those other quarterbacks have won five in a row. Let's go to better. Sean Watson. That step up. Better. The Bengals are much care, better. You got, I understand. He's the savior. He's the best it. quarterback they've uh, ever had, uh, okay. according to the quarterback it, ratings. Okay, and Joe Burrow arguably is the best quarterback they ever had. All due respect to Ken Anderson. Boomer Esiason? Nope. No? Boomer no. Esiason took him to one super. That's right. Ken Anderson won, and I think Boomer was the yeah. other, right? Yeah, whatever. So hey, you, can just throw saying, five you can throw him in if you want. Five in a row against Cincinnati. I understand, Kenny, but this is a different team. You know, when they when they went out and spent money on their offensive line, and we'll talk to Marissa Contepelli later on, beat reporter for the Bengals, she'll tell you all the differences they made. And they let guys go on their defensive line, and they put a different defense together. But their defense, surprisingly underrated, is a really good one. This is the same offensive line that was healthy, and the Browns crushed them earlier this year, right? Yeah, they didn't have Jamar no, no. Chase at wide receiver, but the offensive line, I want to say, was the same. 
I don't know. So, I, I, we'll have to ask her what the injury okay. report was like. But the difference was, and we've talked about it, you can't compare that game to what's going to happen this Sunday. There is no chance the Cincinnati Bengals only run Joe Mixon unless he gets hurt ten times. You have you know to be a last, fool. You know who the last quarterback was to beat the Cleveland Browns? For, for the Bengals? Yeah. I would say Andy Dalton. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton, the last quarterback in 2019, they beat the Browns 33-23. They've lost eight of the last nine against the Browns for whatever reason. Yeah. The Browns match up well with um, uh, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals. They are 8-1 and one in their last nine games against Cincinnati no matter who played quarterback. Here's something else we know about this Cleveland Browns team. They rise up to weird occasions, whether it's a nationally televised game or if it's simply taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, they always play better against the Bengals than they ever do when they face the Patriots. Let that sink in. What was it, the Hugh Jackson effect, Can't right? They, they beat him then? You cannot get up for every game. It doesn't make sense. Well, I, I want to talk to Marissa about that because a big win by them over Kansas City last week. Will that take anything out of them this week or no? Because they have lost five in a row and eight of nine, and this is a divisional nope. game, and last week's win won't mean anything unless they win this week. So we'll, we'll get her thoughts on all The this. one thing we know for sure is Joe Burrow thinks about it all the time. Yeah. We played the soundbite yesterday. It's, it's in his mind that Miles Garrett is just coming after. It's like a bully at the schoolyard, right? Yep. I mean, if, if that's all he thinks about – it could affect the way Joe Burrow plays. And you know what? Miles Garrett knows that too, right? When, what For Halloween, remember, wasn't Burrow uh, on one of the uh, grave? All, of, uh, all the quarterbacks. What, are those, what do you call those things? The grave? Um, Gravestone? Gravestone. Thank you. I couldn't think of that. Yeah, his name was on the gravestone sure. and all the quarterbacks. And, uh, and, and you got a quarterback talking about you before you play a game and everything like that. I wonder if Zach Taylor hears that and thinks, maybe I should uh, chip him a little bit or put a tight end over well, there to give him some help. I think they do. Maybe he should say, maybe I run the ball or, or roll away well, from this guy. Okay. Well, we'll see what Zach Taylor has uh, in store for um, uh, for everybody with uh, with that. So, But uh, Baker Mayfield, um, when, when you look at his performance last night, you're right. It wasn't great for three and a half quarters. And then mm-hmm. – Maybe just, you know, he loosened up. It took him three quarters to get loose. or Maybe uh, the guys in the blue jerseys were wide open. I mean, it's still the National Football League, and a veteran quarterback can see when a guy's running free in the secondary. Now, not all those plays were wide open. He did make a couple of really nice throws. The touchdown pass was a great throw. But he should. That's my point. I don't care if he's been in camp for a day or a month. When you're in the NFL and you're a starting quarterback, you should be able to make those throws. Well, so should Deshaun Watson then, too. Deshaun Watson's been out for two years. There's a little bit of difference here. There's a little difference here. I'm talking about a guy who's played all season long, not a guy that was, you know, at the practice facility for a week and a half and never saw live action. He saw live action, yeah, preseason game, two series. Yeah, that doesn't count. And then I'm he sat just, out. Then he sat out uh, thirteen weeks. That doesn't I come on, Kenny. That doesn't I'm count. Just, I, I'm sorry. This is the great, the 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 highest ranked no. quarterback in the history of the game. Got people to hey, guys come off injury, they come back and play after missing a year, and they're fine. Uh, this guy comes in and throws name a, ground name balls. Name somebody that missed two years. Name a person that missed two years at quarterback and came back and played like a world beater. Did Andrew Luck was he out two years and came back? I'm and asking had, you the uh, question. I don't the, know. 
I got let me look that one up because I know he was comeback player of the year, but I don't know how long he was out. But he came when he did come back from uh, you know his shoulder injury and everything like that. He was uh, he was lights out. So First I, game I, back. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to Google that yeah. right now. I'm going to check that even out. Even so, Kenny, it even it if it were, even if it yeah. were, and even if that is the case, that's one quarterback in the history of the league. Well, there's one. You asked for one. I yeah, gave you one. Come on. Okay. No, that's all you asked. You didn't say give okay. me five quarterbacks. All right, let me, all right, let me take that back. Name two. Yeah, got Name, Name two. two. <laughs> Jim Plunkett. Yeah. Now go Google that and see if Jim Plunkett falls into that. How about this? Geno Smith. He hadn't played for how many years? No, right? he, no, no. That's not true. He's still been in the league, though. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, I'm I'm trying to find Andrew Luck. What year? Uh, I'm going to throw out a name, and I'm probably totally, totally wrong. Michael Vick. He was in jail. But did he, did he play? come back? Did he play well when he came yes. back? He came back. Now, how well he played, I don't know. Uh, let me see here. All right. So Andrew Luck was out all of 2017. Okay. Let me go back to 2016 here. No, he played in 2016, um, sat out one year, all right, it looks like. Andrew Luck sat out one year uh, in 2017, let me go to 2018, and he came back, and in his first game back, Andrew Luck threw for 319 yards in his first game No one has ever endured, and no one ever endured what this kid did uh, over the course of the last year and a half, off the field anyway. And Andrew Luck was coming back from injury, not just sitting out because he was suspended. Might be a little tougher coming back from injury on your throwing shoulder. And he comes back and he throws for 319 yards in his first game against the Bengals back in 2018 after sitting out of the all Andrew Luck, nobody said Andrew Luck was a bad quarterback. Oh, he's a very good quarterback. Outstanding quarterback. We'll get into this a little more. You all can weigh in. 330-450-1480. Who had it tougher coming back, Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield?